Welcome to the Vanessa G. Fitcast. If you think eating less is the answer to getting lean, or that you have to choose between having donuts and wine or having a body you love, well then, girl, you are in the right place. Chances are you've fallen victim to diet culture's terrible advice on how to eat and exercise. But don't worry, this podcast is going to bring you actionable information so you can start transforming your body without giving up your life. I'm Vanessa Gillette, founder and head coach of Vanessa G Fitness and Nutrition. This podcast was born from my passion for helping all women create bodies they feel confident in. Thank you for tuning in and trusting me to support and guide you. Now let's do this. Welcome back to the Vanessa G Fitcast. I'm Vanessa Pozos, and here with me is my lovely, wonderful co-host. <laughs> I don't know why you say it like that, but keep going. <laughs> Omar Pozos, my amazing up, husband and roommate <laughs> and dog dad and just great co-host. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned the roommate part because um, if you, for those of you guys that are watching on the YouTube channel, you can see the boxes and the mess that we have in the background because we're actually moving, which yes. is actually... We're living in a world of boxes right now. (laughs) Yeah, so we're excited to uh, be moving. So if any listeners out there in the Tampa, Florida area that want to help us move, please feel free to show (laughs) up. (laughs) No, when this comes out on Monday, we'll have already been moved. moved. This is our last episode that we are recording in our little apartment. So goodbye, kitchen recording studio and hello, new house. I like the kitchen recording studio. I can make a sandwich and record at the same time. (laughs) Best of both worlds. Yep. Well, today we are going to talk about a a very interesting thing that I don't think gets enough um, enough talk about it. Essentially, mm-hmm. so to, I'll start off with a little bit of a story. You know, I've obviously shared a bit of how I have my history of coming out of college. I had gained a lot of weight, and I was really uncomfortable with my body. And at that point in time, I discovered how to really understand, you know, tracking macros and understanding nutrition at a level that made things so simple, simpler than I'd ever seen it before. And I figured out a way to move my body that was enjoyable and that I could stick with and that was sustainable for me. And so it was like, suddenly I felt like, oh my gosh, my body is just essentially this like simple machine. And nobody had ever taught me before that I just need to hit a few buttons to lose weight. It's just like beep, boop, boop, beep, boop. (laughs) (laughs) Keep going. No, I just, you you hit the button for beep, boop. All right. Beep, beep. You hit the button to increase the calories burned by moving your body. That's button number one. And then you hit the other button that is just decreasing the amount of calories going in your pie hole. Yeah. Sounds sound simple. <laughs> but it's it's really, there's just two buttons. It's like, which button? Do you hit the red button to increase your calories burned or you hit the blue button to decrease the calories that you intake? And it's like, as you hit those two buttons, you're going to lose weight. It's very, very simple. It's this concept called calories in versus calories out. It's also referred to as CICO, C-I-C-O for short. And it's, it is law. CICO is law, just like gravity is. It is absolutely correct and true that if you burn more calories than you consume, you will essentially burn calories stored via body fat or via other tissues in the body. However, you know, as we've talked about time and time again, 
over the you know the course of this podcast, we've shared that there are some other complexities to it. And that was something that, you know, early on in my first weight loss journey, I was in my early 20s. I was in a really great spot metabolically. I didn't have any hormone issues at the time. I was fairly low stressed. You know, my biggest stressors were just coming out of college and like figuring out adulthood. Trying to find a boyfriend at the time, probably. <laughs> Until you met me, of course. Yeah, that was the and stress. Then your stress Once I met you, stress levels went down. Absolutely. No, opposite. Whatever. But so anyway, at the time, you know, I thought, okay, this is super simple. But over the course of time, over the course of my career as a coach and of just, you know, working through different issues with my own body, it has become very clear, very evident to me that our bodies are much more complicated than just the simple two button theory. Beep boop, beep boop. Yeah, it's not beep boop, beep boop. It's more of like, here's complex computer programming, like bring on the the, the head programmer at Google to figure out my body yeah. kind of a thing. Well, do you think too, part of that has to do with, you know, everybody has a different dieting history. Everybody has a different, you know, lifestyle. Everybody has different things that they like that they don't like. I mean, there's so many more components to it, right? Yeah, and there's, uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of rabbit holes that we could go down. But really to kind of you know, summarize it into how to lose weight. It's really three things that need to be dialed in. So we already covered the first two. Number one, your diet, specifically, you know, how many calories are you consuming? Of course, there's much more complexities to that in terms of we could talk about, you know, macros and micros and these different types of things. But in its whole... And it's, just to make sure you're saying like macronutrients, micronutrients, the, the basically the... Um, the uh, composition of foods, right? Like the nutrients yeah, that are in your food. Exactly. It. But at its basic level, really, when we're talking about your diet, we're talking about the amount of calories you consume. So that's mm -hmm. number one that needs to be dialed in. Number two, the second thing that needs to be dialed in is that other side of the SECO equation, which is how many calories you are burning. So what is essentially your activity level? Like, are you walking? Are you moving around? So number one, your diet. Number two, your activity level. Now, the third piece of the weight loss puzzle, this is the one that's early on in my career, I really missed. It's one that so many people still to this day miss. You know, I, doctors miss this. It's why they'll brush off people and just be like, oh, here, just, you know, take this prescription for this weight loss drug as you're struggling to lose weight and they don't look deeper. They don't look below the surface. It's so many nutritionists, so many personal trainers, so many people miss this. They just focus on number one and number two, how much are you eating? How much are you moving? They miss number three, which is your metabolism. Dun, dun, dun. Ready? <laughs> I hope I didn't just blow somebody's like headphones off the water. They're like, oh. Yeah. But anyways. Well, a pause for the metabolism. But no, I'm to be clear here, I'm not talking about this like abstract concept that people often refer to of like, oh, my metabolism, it's this thing that I was born with and, you know, I can't really change it. Now, when I refer to your metabolism, what I'm actually referring to is the interaction of hormones and organ systems that store and burn fat. So all these different systems within your body from your GI tract to your thyroid, to your adrenals, to just how they interact with the cells, to so much more. All of these different things are working together to essentially manipulate how you store fat and how you burn fat. So the metabolism itself, this is, you know, again, this is the third piece of the puzzle that so many people miss, mm -hmm. but it has been estimated to be responsible for 60 to 70% of your fat burning capability. So it is a big deal. Why are so many people missing out on this? Like it is absolutely needs more talk time. It needs to be talked about more 
Because if you are someone who is having an issue with your metabolism, then no matter how hard you're working on number one and number two, no matter how much you're working out, no matter how much you're moving your body, no matter how much you're exercising, and no matter how you know well you're eating, how little you're eating, how restrictive you're eating, you will continue time and time again to struggle to lose weight. You can have everything perfectly dialed and you still will not see the weight loss results you want to see. Can I, um, this just reminded me, um, you know, we, I just had a, a call with somebody yesterday that we were talking, going back and forth about her situation. And she, she sounds very similar to what you were saying. Like everything was dialed in. Um, this lady, um, did have some GI issues, had some gut issues. Right. And she was like, you know, I have tried everything. She's like, I've cut out dairy. I've cut out gluten. I've really, you know, tried to eat everything organic. She's like, and I just don't know what's going on. And I said, okay, well, you know, let's talk about it. You know, what all have you tried? What all have you done kind of thing? And she's like, well, she's like, like I told you, I've cut out all these food groups. I've, um, you know, as a matter of fact, because I do get so bloated all the time, she's like, I've restricted my calories. She's like, I'm actually eating 1200 calories. Um, I was like, okay. I was like, well, what about your training? What does that look like? She's like, I am a cardio bunny. She's like, I love to run. I love the treadmill. And she's like, and I feel so good because I'm breaking a sweat and I feel like everything is working. She's like, but at the end of the day, nothing seems to change. Nothing seems to make progress. So in that situation, and I kind of, I have, I think I have an idea of where you're going to go with, with, um, you know, a person like that. Like, what would you say to somebody like that? Yeah. So that is a classic case of what she's dealing with is metabolic damage. Yeah. And it might be tying back to her gut health issues. There might be other things below the surface, but essentially that's what I want this episode to fully be about is this concept that is not talked about nearly enough. And that is the concept of metabolic damage to where essentially if you are somebody who you have, you know, again, you have number one and number two dialed in. You have that SECO equation, calories in, calories out, perfectly dialed. You are exercising a lot. You're moving your body. You're, you know, taking care of what you're eating. You're making sure you're not eating too much. Like you are absolutely burning more than you are consuming, yet you are not losing weight. Or maybe you lose a little bit of weight and then you stall out quickly. And maybe you're also starting to notice other symptoms. Maybe you're all, like feeling um, really low energy, sluggish. Maybe you're experiencing some stomach problems. Like it sounds like that girl that Omar talked to was dealing with. This is metabolic damage. This is what this comes down to. And I see this, you know, I try to boil this down to make it very simple. So I see this really happen to two types of people. So for our listeners, like I'll be interested to, to know if you relate to either of these two types of people. And if so, you might be someone who's currently dealing with metabolic damage. So the first type of person who tends to result with metabolic damage is our chronic dieter or over-exerciser. Sometimes they're both the same person in terms of someone who is constantly jumping into the next diet, constantly restricting their calories. They know that they're under eating, they're skipping meals, things like that. They might also be the person who's over-exercising where they're just you know, in the gym six, seven days a week, you know, going for so much just cardio and doing all this extra stuff. Those are absolutely the type of people that they are putting their body through the ringer because they are going to these extremes, whether it's low calorie diets, low carb diets, um, you know, long cardio sessions, exactly yeah. overtraining, super, super common. I also see it be really common with these people who, you know, we can call them as well chronic dieters, but they're essentially just yo-yo dieters where they're on a diet and then maybe they lose the weights and they maybe are like, okay, I'm done now back to quote unquote normal. And now they're like off just in like a completely different 
way of eating, way of moving their body than what they were. And these big swings back and forth from diet to not diet, yo-yoing, that's going to absolutely do some damage on your body. What about the people also that are, you know, technically having these big swings within a week and Monday through Friday, yep. you're restricting calories, you're eating 1200 calories. And then Saturday and Sunday, you're like, oh, YOLO. Do people still say YOLO? I think so, right? But people <laughs> sure, are like, YOLO, um, you know, you only live once kind of thing. And they're like, I'm going to eat everything I can Saturday and Sunday. And now, like you said, you're restricting Monday through Friday only to overeat on the weekends. And then it, it's this big swing of eating and then overeating at the same time, right? Yeah. So it's essentially just that back and forth swinging, whether it's more of like the um, acute type of yo-yoing, like you're saying Mm -hmm. there within a whole week, or it might be more of the back and forth where they're just putting a lot of pressure on their body of like, okay, now we're losing weight. Oh, now we're gaining that weight back. Now we're losing weight. Now we're gaining that weight back. And I think eventually that's going to cause the metabolism to just shut down. Yeah. And I think this is super important to really be honest with yourself for our listeners out there and just kind of ask yourself, like, you know, have you been restricting all summer because you wanted, you know, whatever bikini body you wanted to go on vacation, you wanted to do this and that. And now as you know, we're in August right now, but you have Halloween right down the court, right down the the street, (laughs) right around the calendar, you have Thanksgiving, Christmas, right? So now we're going into the other side of things where they're like, okay, summer's over. Now it's time to overeat, right? And then what happens next spring is same thing. We're like you said, stuck in this cycle of under eating only to overeat and different phases of the year. And that's what people, I feel like they don't realize that they're like, oh, that's just the holidays. I want to enjoy myself, but they're actually doing a lot more harm than good kind of yeah, thing, right? Absolutely. Well, it's, it's essentially, it's, it's understandable how people end up in that cycle because maybe they see progress from restricting and over-exercising and then they gain the weight back inevitably. And then they're like, okay, I just need to go back to what, you know, quote unquote worked before, even though I gained it back, it still seemed like that worked. I was able to you know, get my bikini body for summer doing that way. So I'm just going to go right back to doing what worked. But this time it doesn't work because the metabolism has slowed down. So what do they do? They just do the same thing, but harder. It's yeah. like, okay, now I just need to exercise more. I need to restrict more. I need to have less food. And they just keep up in that cycle until they completely just put their metabolism absolutely into the ground and hormonal activity starts to suffer. We're no longer operating hormonally the way we should. And weight loss just becomes difficult, if not impossible. And you know, all these other symptoms start to pop up. So, and I hate to say this, but you know, as us, us guys, we don't have to deal with a ton, a ton of hormone issues as you girls do. So ladies, if you guys are listening, like this is where your hormones get all out of whack because of stuff like this. Yeah. So that is person number one. That is the, the chronic dieter, the over-exerciser, the yo-yo dieter, that type of person who has just really shoved their metabolism into the ground based on the types of things that they're doing. Now, number two, this one, I find people less often self-identify with, but, um, or they less often recognize this within themselves until I share this. And then they start to self-identify and realize like, oh my gosh, this is me. So this is the type of person who is dealing with undiagnosed or untreated hormonal or metabolic conditions that essentially spread into other systems. So, you know, notice how before I had mentioned that your metabolism is these different organ systems working together. It is your, um, like I mentioned before, it's, you know, your gut, your liver, your thyroid, your adrenals, 
Um, it's your sex hormones. It's how it's interacting with insulin. Like all these different things are working together. And if one piece of that is off, it is going to interact with everything else. So if your thyroid is off and that is not being taken care of, it's not being treated, then that's going to affect the what's happening into the cells. It's not going to communicate. So even if everything else is perfect, that is going to be like your block in the road. If your gut is off, that's going to interact with your adrenals and your liver and your thyroid as well. So it's like, even if those things right now are fine, eventually down the road, those things are going to be affected. That's why somebody like the woman that you had just referenced before, who it sounds like she's dealing with some GI issues. Mm -hmm. If those go untreated or untaken care of, it will spread into other systems where now she's going to start to notice system or she's going to start to notice that her liver maybe isn't functioning the way it should and that's going to show up in some different symptoms and there's different things that'll start to happen down the road can you give us um because i know like when you were mentioning obviously like thyroid like to me like you know hypothyroid hyperthyroidism comes to mind like am i on the right track or like insulin like you know i'm talking like maybe pcos or like you know your your body's like insulin resistance or like gi tract obviously like bloating or you know diarrhea a lot of that stuff can play a big factor. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Exactly. See, I'm learning over here. <laughs> well, the, it's like now you can go to the doctor and maybe you get this like obscure diagnosis for IBS, which is the worst diagnosis you could possibly get because it like means nothing. It's you like go an home and you, yeah, right? you go home and you Google it and you realize that IBS is just like this blanket term for all kinds mm -hmm. of different stomach issues. That's it tells right. you nothing about what's actually going on. But now you have this and you're like, okay, I guess I need to just, you know, go and take something to keep my acid reflux down or mm -hmm. whatever it is. Like, oh, I need to take something to keep myself regular. But it's like, you're not actually fixing the root issue. Now that root issue goes unfixed for longer and longer and longer. And it's essentially like, picture the metabolism as like an orchestra playing a song. So like, when I was in middle school, <laughs> I, I almost, go ahead. I almost said, oh, playing a song, beep, boop, beep, boop, but that's not a song. But so go ahead. When you were in middle school, what did you play? Yeah. So when I was in middle school, it was actually required for us to, um, for like a year at least. Can I guess? To. Can I guess what you played? I've you told play? you, I'm pretty you sure. Oh, um, I think you said either like a cello or, um, was it a, a string or, 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 no, what is it? No. What was so it? I played the trombone. <laughs> <laughs> so I, <laughs> I don't know why I find this so funny. Go ahead. It's just, it's just, I don't even know what a trombone looks funny like. Funny if you know up. me, I am not at all musical. I have absolutely like not a <laughs> musical bone in my body, but it was required uh, in my middle school that you had to at least try an instrument. And so of course, looking at all the different options for the orchestra, I was like, oh, the trombone seems simple enough. I'm going to do that one. And so me and one of my friends in middle school, we were on the same page there. We were like, oh, we'll just do the trombone together. We'll figure it out. It'll be easy. Well, you know, some different like classes and lessons we were like, this is not easy. We have no idea what's going on. So when it kind of came time to actually do a recital where the whole orchestra was working together, we had no idea what we were doing. So we were just like making noises. Like <laughs> we weren't playing any notes. I don't think at this point we'd even learned a single note. We probably, we probably didn't try very hard. But we were just, you know, doing the hand motions and just blowing oh, into like, the trombone. For the people on YouTube, people think I'm like, what the hell are they <laughs> we doing? We were just like playing around with this thing. I had no idea what we were doing. And honestly, we thought this was such a great plan because, you know, sixth graders were like, oh, we, we are so brilliant. Nobody's going to be able to tell that we're You're not like, I actually. I cracked it. I cracked the code. Yeah. We're like, nobody's going to know. Like, we're just, we're moving our hands. We're making noises. Like, nobody's going to know that we're not Have playing Have you seen right that real where people are like, they're going to know. They're going to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that is accurate. They're going to know because just like the metabolism, if one piece of the orchestra is off, if 
the trombone is off key, if the flutes are off key, like if the timing is off, the whole orchestra, the sound is going to sound off. Like it's not going to sound right. Even if everybody else in the orchestra is perfectly fine-tuned, that one piece of the orchestra being off, the whole sound they're producing is going to be terrible. And I guarantee you, if I had video of that recital- Do you think your parents do? I they probably deleted it right after they did. <laughs> they probably just they were just like holding their phone like oh yeah. Yeah. But so anyway, like that's how the metabolism works. If one piece is off, it's just like an orchestra trying to play a song. If one piece of the metabolism is off, everything else is going to be affected. Everything else is going to end up ultimately off key and in the end, the song is just going to be a mess. So that is how metabolic damage can start to develop. It doesn't necessarily start as metabolic damage. It might start as an untreated gut health issue. It might start as an untreated hormonal imbalance. It might start as your thyroid just not actually being really taken care of. You're you know, probably dealing with actually autoimmune Hashimoto's hypothyroidism, but you're just you know, be bopping along with your, (laughs) with your, you know, medication that your doctor's giving you, but like, you're not actually treating the root cause. These things can and often do end up resulting in metabolic damage, which is why it can quickly turn into many other symptoms. And before long, you just feel like, I don't just don't feel like myself anymore. And I just don't even know when this ever started or what's going on. It's hard to explain to people, but I just don't feel right that is metabolic damage. Yeah. And I think it's important to note too, because part of, you know, some of the clients that we get are people that have been, you know, diagnosed with things like PCOS or things like, you know, even in the past, I know we've just dropped a, a podcast episode about coming off of birth control, but like, you know, all those changes, all of di- all of those diagnoses that, you know, people have. And then they're like, I gained all this weight and I just don't know what happened. I guess I just have to live this, you know, live with it this way. But the reality of it is if you actually identify their true root cause, like you were saying, right, you don't have to deal with all of this stuff because again, like Vanessa was in the background over there playing trombone. Like if you actually get <laughs> things to play accordingly, like you can have a, a, the body that you ultimately want. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I want to be clear. It is not your fault that you've ended up this way. Like this is just the result of, unfortunately, like our medical system is really designed to treat very obvious types of illnesses that can be treated with medications or surgeries. And they Mm -hmm. just want to be like, okay, we're just going to, you know, make sure that you're not dying. So here's a medication or here's whatever it is that we can give you to, you know, essentially make money off of this. They don't look at something like metabolic dysfunction, metabolic damage and think, oh, we just need to actually work on these in a functional, integrative, healthy way. Doctors don't look at things like that. So that's why these things are just so rampant in today's society because we're not even testing for this stuff beyond working with, you know, coaches like ours that are actually looking underneath the hood and actually looking at what's going on with functional lab testing and seeing, you know, what is truly causing this metabolic damage and what actually needs to be fixed. This is why I just get, honestly, I get so frustrated and annoyed because I I do follow a lot of other people in our space, you know, a lot of other coaches and trainers and different things. And I cannot tell you how often I'll see, it's always like the, the fitness trainer dude on Instagram. That's just like, if you're struggling to lose weight, it's because you're You're actually overeating. It's like, you just need to eat less. Like it's that simple. And I just want to get in his face so badly and explain to him how the metabolism really works because they just are so misinformed and they truly just think if their clients are struggling to lose weight, 
it means that the client just isn't working hard enough. They're lying. They're not doing the right things. They're, you know, actually they say that they're eating this much, but actually, you know, they're mistracking and they're actually eating more than that. It's like, no, so many women out there are under eating and not losing weight because of metabolic damage. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to get you a trombone. And next time you see that, you're going to go in the people's face and start playing your trombone and be like, it's metabolic damage. And I think that's how you'll get your message across. (laughs) How does that sound? Uh Yeah, I think that's a a great idea. But in all seriousness, like this is why there is just this black hole in our healthcare system. Um, Honestly, I've heard this referred to as the medical black hole because there are millions of Americans out there that are walking around with these hidden metabolic disorders and not getting the treatment for it because they just aren't aware. So that's really the point of this podcast is I just want to spread awareness around these things. So please spread the good word, share this with somebody who doesn't know about metabolic damage and may be dealing with this themselves and send this over to them. And if you or you know somebody you know does suspect that you have metabolic damage and you realize that you know you are this person who you haven't been able to lose weight or you've been slowly putting on weight despite eating less and exercising more and you just aren't feeling like yourself, you're feeling sluggish, not feeling quite right, this is exactly what we help with in our 90-day metabolic reset method. So if you do want to learn more about that, you want to have a team of expert coaches and dietitians walk you through this type of thing and how to actually make it work for you and your lifestyle, no matter how busy you are, we can absolutely do that. The first step to find out more about this and to get started is to find the link in our show notes um, to essentially, it it should say something about if you want to learn more about one-on-one coaching with our team of experts, then click here, fill out an application, go ahead, find that link, click there, fill out the application. It'll only take two or three minutes or so. It's very short and brief. And then we'll reach out to schedule a free consultation call. No obligation required. We just want to talk more about your situation, see what you need, where your body is currently at right now, and help you come up with a plan to get yourself to the right place, whether that's with our team or on your own or with somebody else. We just want to help give you that guidance. So please, if you suspect that you are potentially dealing with metabolic damage, don't continue to stay stuck and let this get worse and worse. Reach out, ask for help and see what might be possible for you. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be that way, you guys. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. If you learned something today, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review in iTunes. And if this particular episode resonated with you, do me a favor and take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story. Don't forget to tag me at Vanessa G Fitness so I can show you some love. All right, my carb queens, talk to you in the next episode.